Hey, how y'all doing? It's Cover Forward the Guys. I'm your host tonight, Terrence. Got Keith with us tonight. How you feeling, Keith? Hey, you know, drove to Miami for no fucking reason. I'm all right. <laughs> we definitely gonna get into that in a little bit for sure. How you feeling, Ant? Uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. A lot of teams got disappointed this week. I had a bye. It was excellent. Hey, you you got the dub this week, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't take no unnecessary loss. He said he whooped the hell out of that bye week this week. <laughs> But thank y'all for tuning in. This is season two, episode four. Here we got first and ten. Uh, Debo Samuel powers the Niners past the Rams in OBJ and Von Miller's debut with the Rams. Man, I'm sure we all saw that whooping last night. Um, oh, how you feeling about that, Keith? What you think about this performance uh, from last night? The Rams look really bad. I don't feel bad. Like, I don't blame Odell or Vaughn. They weren't there that long enough. Odell was there, what, three days prior? So let's be realistic. All the Odell trolls saying, oh, now uh, Stafford's going to go through what Baker went through. All right, pump the brakes on all that. Uh, I think the bad thing it pointed out is how they played bad against them and Tennessee, right? So it's Mm -hmm. giving people the blueprint on how to beat them. And if you've paid some attention to me, if you get real physical with the Rams, you you can beat them. Definitely. Like if you're if you're a, a good team running the ball, you can beat them. If you're real physical and just aggressive. I don't know why it's disrupting them so much, but but it is causing them utter problems. Like they're having full on meltdowns with people being physical. It's crazy. Like Jalen Ramsey is the only person on their team, and Aaron Donald that will get physical and can handle someone being physical with them. It's crazy. Yeah, That's how I feel think, about man? it. I mean, at what point did you turn off this game? I didn't. I watched the whole game. It was crazy. Nah, fuck all that. Look, I (laughs) (laughs) like about half, almost like a three-fourths of the way through the third quarter, I was like, there's no reason for me to watch this anymore. I put on the Bulls versus the Lakers game, and I was like, no. But I was surprised that it was. There wasn't no reason to watch that one either. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> when it's your team beating the fuck out of somebody else. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Like, That's Lonzo true. out here shooting the threes, like shooting the lights out with like seven threes. And I'm like, whoa. Loving it, yeah. Right? Loving it. <laughs> it's different when you beating the fuck out of another another team. It's different when like a team you're unaffiliated with is just smacking another team that don't really like mean nothing to you. I will say this. The Rams are really in love with none of the scheming that they did to make themselves successful with Jared Goff because they believe they don't need it anymore because Matt Stafford is just that quality of a QB. And while that may be true, make it things a little bit easier for him and the rest of the offense won't be bad. Like getting more into establishing the run, getting more into play action, becoming a more physical team like they once were, can only help take some of that pressure off Stafford, who has now had two bad games in a row. But how how do you take the pressure off them when they running game? Ain't, they ain't got the back for it. I remember I brought that up on Twitter. Like, Daryl Henderson's nice, but he ain't no Todd Gurley when Jared Honestly, Goff had Todd Gurley. I think it's the offensive line isn't really as good or as dominant as we, you know, like, I mean, they have, they have a lot of talent at the skill positions because if you look at it, Honestly, like when you look at like performance wise, if you look at like fantasy, for example, Daryl Henderson is one of the top backs in the NFL. But 
I think I don't think that O line is really getting the push. Like you said, you be physical with them. That's how you beat them. But we know that Matthew Stafford and that offense wants to, they want to throw the ball and then occasionally you know get some runs in there just so you can you know be honest of you know, the run game just so they got to respect it. But I feel like they they really want to pass the ball honestly. That's they bet. They're better than Kansas City. Like, they're going to run the ball. Like, they ain't yeah, going to yeah. not run the ball. They Like you said, Terrence, they're going to make you respect the run. Kansas mm-hmm. City ain't – they don't give a shit about the run. Nah. That's your home to throw it 50 times. They're they like, listen, we don't, we don't that's just crazy. <laughs> that's crazy, game plan. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's so crazy. But, like, it, it looks weird, like, just seeing, like, them just fold when teams get physical. Tennessee – Tennessee shouldn't have beat them, bro. Like I no, stop hoeing Tennessee. I'm tired. no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hoeing nah, Tennessee. Tennessee's the best team in football right now, besides maybe the Packers. Yes, no, I agree with that. But I'm saying, if you play they Tennessee, right, either, though. if you play Tennessee right, and they ain't no Derrick Henry, you should be like, okay, like yes, here we go. But the issue is no Julio either. Exactly, and who they ain't been playing? No, never played at all, bro. Yeah, right. bro. He, he exactly. Really hasn't played that much. But then, he, honestly, you look at their defense. Their defense playing lights out. That's what it really is. It's not their offense because Ryan Tannehill ain't doing that much. So if you yeah. go back and look at it, their defense is just setting people up. Like they're Mike like Rabel is doing a great job. Yeah, coaching they, them guys they like. You think you're gonna they score on us? No, they ain't switch up. Like they no. ain't switch up and get pass happy with Tannehill, right? They signed Adrian Peterson, and they were like, "We and like they still had Jeremy Nichols as the other dude that's on the yeah." And he's like, there. "Yo, we gonna keep running the ball the way we run the ball. Our offensive line is good. I, like I when I was talking to Mike Wall, right, uh, the former offensive lineman for the Packers, he was just like, certain teams stick out to me on their offensive line, and that's particularly because they have really good offensive line coaching and technique." like the Packers, the Titans, and the Browns just because of the sheer talent on the Browns with the three teams that stuck out to him. Mm-hmm. If you got the offensive line, you can run the ball. Yeah, that's I don't true. care if it's not Derrick Henry because you can't run the ball. The difference is that when Derrick Henry gets to that second level, he hits the home run. Uh, I, I agree with that to the extent because when A.B., granted it's A.P. at an older age, you know, but he had what? 13 rushes, 14, 15 rushes for 20 yards, you know? Yeah, it was really terrible. Do nothing. It was terrible because yeah. that was the thing in that, that game against the Rams. If the Rams would have just got going, they would have annihilated Tennessee because Ryan Tannehill, yeah. yeah, he wasn't doing anything. And A.B. A, was just sitting there, boom, just run into Aaron Donald. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, what I'm saying. Run well that game. No, yeah, I'm not going to say he's not going to run well as the season yeah. goes on, but just that first game, you know, it was just the turnovers pretty much for the Rams, which they – Honestly, look- right now the game plan should be to make Ryan Tannehill win the game because – Oh, 100%. They're not running the ball that good, so – and we they, know Ryan Tannehill's not playing good, so we're going to make him win the game. They ain't even got that many receivers, if you really think about it, because if Julio's out, then it's really on A.J. Brown. Yeah. And somehow Marcy Johnson, the receiver they had after they cut Josh Reynolds, mm-hmm. he just yeah. got off. Wow, they let go of Josh Reynolds, and now you're like, ooh, what? I bet you wish you had him. <laughs> well, he he said he wanted he yeah, he, they, wanted to he, he wanted out, and they were like, okay. I mean, it's yeah, because considering how much Julio was hurt, and he still ain't really getting no burn. But I mean, is that a fault on Ryan Tannehill? Or I mean, maybe receiver? he's not performing in practice. Maybe he's not showing that he's going to be a guy. That could I, be. Look, that could I, be I don't know whose fault it is. I'm just saying because. 
The only person he liked throwing to is AJ Brown. So I mean, that's one motherfucker that's gonna get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. We know AJ Brown. Hey, bro, you gonna get the ball? So it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy to see it though. Like uh, I don't know if I'm the Rams, I'd be like I'd be kind of worried. I'd honestly, I'd be more than kind of worried. It's I wouldn't crazy, be kind. Yeah. I wouldn't be more than kind of worried with the new additions. Like, I think you're going to get Odell in there, get a nice group going. I think Bond's going to get in the group. But the other issue that is the kind of big thing for Bond is which one of them are going to drop in pass coverage? Is it going to be Leonard Floyd or is it going to be Vaughn Miller? Because now you bring that. I think it'd be Vaughn. But now you bring that whole debate because neither one of them are that great in pass coverage. That's true. They're they're okay, but, like, they're pass rushing or run stuff. Vaughn probably is more athletic at this point than Leonard Floyd as well, though. I mean, I mean, you kind of, you got to, I mean, but at the end of the day, when you look at it from, you know, them bringing in Von Miller, like I, I previously was saying that a linebacker was the piece that they were missing. They didn't have a playmaker at the linebacker position. So now they have a playmaker on the D line, as far as like a star, they have a star D line linebacker and at corner. So they got a star at every level on the defense now. I mean, now, low key. but they, now the, the, the thing is, how are we going to make this work? Like, yeah, you got a lot of talent, but we still have to play. Like, we look we great on it. paper. We got OBJ. We got Cooper Cup, you know, who already is over a 1,000 yards this season. Like, you know, the t- amount of talent is insane. But you still got to go out there and play. And the 49ers showed that, you know, last night. Like, I don't care who you got on that side of the ball. We some dogs over here, and we're going to run y'all up out of here. <laughs> yeah, if I was them, low-key – I put all three of them on the line together, and then I have another linebacker being pass coverage. Man, I'd risk it. I'd be, be like, I'd be like, you know what? Or I put a safety, one of those safeties, like in nickel or something, and just bring them up and be like, hey, mm-hmm. you're gonna pick up the tight end or the dude in the in the flats, and I'm sending all three of these dudes to the quarterback because be I feel insane. like that's gonna be your best bet. I'd rather you Pressure, know, yeah. yeah, the tight end or maybe a running back. Which let's be honest, ain't that many good elite tight ends or running backs gonna destroy a safety. Like, there are the few. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Niners have Kittle. The Bucks got Gronk. But, I mean, it ain't a long list. So, if you get the dude in that position start going now, by the time he faces one of those dudes, he's probably still going to get tore apart. But it probably won't be as much. Yeah, true. Because if you throw him in there just right out the gate, like, hey, bro, go guard, guard uh, George Kittle. And we're in the wild card. Or we're in the playoffs. We want you to guard him. You, you set yourself up for failure. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, like you said, the teams definitely are following a, a blueprint to, you know, get to the Rams. And, you know, it's honestly, in my opinion, Super Bowl or bust for them this year. You know, everything they've given up to acquire this talent and stuff like that outside of OBJ since he was released. But since we're already on this topic about the Titans being the number one team in the NFL, Ant said Titans Packers toss up between them two right now. What do you think, Keith? I don't think it's a toss-up just because I got more faith in Ryan. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Ryan Tannehill. And yeah. let's be honest, both defenses are playing great. Yes, the Titans are missing some corners. They lost their first-round draft. He's done for the year. But the Packers are missing two of their star defensive players. So that defense yeah. is playing that good without Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander. Is Preston That's, Smith been playing too? And I think Preston Smith ain't been playing that much. So yeah. that is – the fact that they're playing this good and they just shut out Seattle is actually kind of intimidating in a way. 
Like, you're like, hold on, you're missing your best corner. You <laughs> went against the duo in Seattle with their best corner. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're missing a pass rusher in Zadarius Smith. So it's I don't know. I'm going with the Packers by landslide just because, yeah. like I said, Rodgers and luckily Aaron Jones isn't done for the year. He had a strain or something with his sprain, MCL. Sprain yeah. MCL. Yeah. So that is that is big news for them. Granted, I think A.J. Dillon could have been enough with them. They could have brought somebody Definitely. else in. But hey, Le'Veon on the streets now, so maybe <sighs> staying on the streets. He might go to Atlanta. Atlanta need a back right now. No, nah, he's staying on the streets. I'm gonna be yeah. Honest. He's right. staying on the streets. Right? <laughs> I, 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 when he first got signed to the Ravens, I made a video called "The Last Chance," and I was like, "This is Le'Veon Bell's last chance." There is not a running back that we have seen in the last five years that hasn't been able to be successful in Baltimore. Can you name one? That's true. One what? Running back that has been in Baltimore in the last five years has not been able to be successful. That has not been able to be successful. Yes. Uh, I not off the top of my head, but I'm sure I can find one. But it's not. It, not. It, it's hard to I not mean, be successful in Baltimore. Even the backups. The backups are like Gus. Gus the bus. I mean, no, Gus. Hey, Gus the bus. Serious though. But I get what, what you're saying. I mean, honestly, I, mean, I, I have to agree with you there for sure. Yeah, they scheme well. They're dedicated to the run. There's a lot of options. The defense has to deal with both you and the possibility of Lamar Jackson at the same time. Like, if Le'Veon Bell couldn't make it work there, he just ain't got it. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. It might be. It might be time to hang in police up for him, especially, you know, he's made a couple stops already, um, you know, these past couple seasons. So, not sure how – you know, bright the future is looking for him right now, unless he can, you know, land somewhere that we're like, oh wow, didn't expect that. But um, is he? I don't see him landing nowhere because he does. He's never really had a burst, right? He's been kind of a finesse yeah. runner. He finds the hole. It worked and, in Pittsburgh, but like I was saying, I wasn't sure if that type of running style would work anywhere else. It it won't because that line when he was doing it too was pretty good, and then yeah. the fact that it was. He was just making people miss. He ain't making people miss like that. Mm-hmm. It's different when you're making people miss and you ain't that fast. Because then maybe you can just get in the hole and kind of get out of there for a couple. But when you're not making people miss, you can't even get to the hole that, granted, our line is terrible right now, that they try to give you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, but Devonta the- Freeman been eating, though. Yeah, he been playing pretty well. Why you I like- mean, <laughs> what options you got? If you want to be honest, <laughs> He's one of the best options hey, you got right now. Keep, keep rolling where we go so, before we get into that. Also, I'm <laughs> throw something in there that's um, see what y'all got to say about this. So, for the first time, the Pats sneaking to the top 10. So, we also got Mac Jones out here stating that, you know, the Patriots are very confident and know what the formula is for winning games. So, what do you think about that, Ant? Oh, well, obviously, this is true, right? Like, I thought the Patriots were a playoff team at the beginning of the year. I thought that they'd be second, if not just the best team in their division. Uh, it's just like, let, let's let's be real honest. Like, the Patriots team was 7-9 and nine last year with Cam Newton, even after he had COVID and they had to, like, play. Was it Jared Stidham for multiple games? Stidham and Brian Hoyer, yeah. Okay, that's my point, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, Listen, don't put me through that trauma no more, please. Yeah, and, like, we knew, like, when they, like, got all them players back on defense, got a bunch of big signings on defense, not all of them panned out, as you will let us know, but, like, you know, Judon definitely did, you know. Man, 
And Hunter Henry, six Hunter Henry, games with touchdown. Johnny Smith is now coming back into the fold again. It's just like, look, we knew Mac Jones was a guy who could throw with anticipation, make the right read, and make it quickly. I'm going to throw this out there, Ant. Bill Belichick for coach of the year. And nah. what? Because he ain't doing nothing that I don't expect from him today. <laughs> he ain't doing nothing that you ain't seen him do either. So, like, 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 listen. You know the Michael Jordan MVP fatigue he was talking <laughs> about? I have infinite Bill Belichick coach of the year fatigue. All right. It's, it's Belichick or Mike Vrabel. I'm going with either Mike one Mike Vrabel, I give it to. Like, that is impressive what he's doing. If they keep winning without Derrick Henry, that's twice as impressive, right? Uh, like, Honestly, if the Colts really keep turning it around the way that they are and Carson Wentz doesn't look like garbage, I feel like Frank Reich deserves his name in the conversation. <laughs> you can't. The rehab he did on Carson Wentz. You hey, can't I'm going to check, Keith, to see what, uh, what you and Nick had our record as because, you know. I can tell you right now, and you can't you can't even hold John Harbaugh. I feel like he don't never get no coach of the year recognition. And I feel like this is a big year that he should be getting. Even yeah. though they, they just I lost. It. I can see it this year, too. Can hey. I be honest with you? What's up? John Harbaugh is also another one of those guys on the list of, you are too good of a coach for me to care. Coach <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I did a top five. <laughs> I, I did a top five NFL coaches last season, right? John Harbaugh was like my number three, I want to say, if not okay. two. And I got a lot of heat for that. And I'm like, John Harbaugh just wins. He's kind of like Mike Tomlin. All he does is win, and you saw him win in completely two different ways with Lamar Jackson and Joe Flacco. Insane. Like, the whole team offense flipped completely. Like, that is coaching. Like, those guys, like Tomlin, I'd like – even like, Tomlin didn't even get it the year he got a winning record with Mason Rudolph as quarterback. Like, like Tomlin, Belichick, Harbaugh, like – those like Andy Reid, those guys are never in the conversation to me because like no one's surprised that you're doing this. Coach of the year is usually like we're like, damn. But I think people I believe you did that shit. <laughs> the Browns <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> who who got it? Who got it last year? Was it Kevin Spansky? Yes. But I feel like people. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people try to give it to dudes that get too far in the playoffs instead of realizing just someone did amazing. Like you know what oh, I mean? Okay. Huh? They won one playoff game. The Browns won one playoff game. No, but I'm talking like Mike Tomlin or someone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not like just shitting on Kemp's fans. He deserved it. But someone even like Matt LaFleur or even like Kyle Shanahan like early in San Francisco, you know? So I feel like sometimes they don't get that recognition. But for your Pat's comment, Terrence, I had y'all going 10 and 7. So don't act brand new on this podcast. The Matt, You want me to give you the Matt Jones spill? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell tell Uh, us what you got for us. I think it's he was he 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 was as advertised. Like you know, we said he he uh which one he was a product of what he was. Like he showed you exactly what he was gonna be and transitioned to exactly what he is in the NFL. The only difference is he kind of proved me and Nick wrong. He can throw to dudes that aren't that talented. Listen, which is 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 you good. Listen to me. I told y'all this. He couldn't do that. I told huh? them anticipation. Like no. The guy was always open, but he was tossing it sometimes before they came open. They just happened to be 15 yards open because it was the ball was where it's supposed to be. And the other niggas was trash. Like, well, Listen, I trash. told y'all. They, they don't go to Alabama. I, I told y'all, bro. He throws guys open. He throws a very catchable ball. He's accurate. He reads defenses qu- quickly. And honestly, I think his ceiling is a lot higher than we 
like originally anticipated. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Anyway, like I was saying, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> that man's ceiling is it Belichick, ain't that hot. To and me, Belichick his... has done a great job the past my, two seasons with his drafts as well. He because he handed it over and he ain't doing it. Listen, tell but, him Belichick doing a great like, job. He, I, I'm, he definitely still has a hand in it, but I bet before he was just like, this is what we're doing, and everybody said okay. And now he's like, oh, well, I'll take input from other guys. Which yeah. Is, which is this, because for a very long time, it we'll worked. just do what I say, <laughs> and, it's, and it's okay, work. And when it stopped working, he stopped doing it. So, like, that's a mark of a great, like, like that's, that's again, he can't win a coach of the year. You can't win a coach of the year. You're just too good. Kudos to to the Patriots though they are I would say definitely a top 10 team the defense the defense is playing great I think Matt Judon looks amazing on your guys' team I don't know what for anybody listening Keith ducked my um my tweet on Twitter when I added him about uh putting some respect on our defense but you know for anybody that you know be getting active with us on Twitter he was you know disrespecting our defense when he created his top 10 so I had you know you know, y'all were in, y'all were eleven. I just didn't put y'all ten. Was that it? I you think it was so. outside your top ten, and I was like, "Come, are you tripping?" And I well, called it. I'm not tripping. I ain't expect the football team to fall apart like they have been doing. The Rams' defense isn't even that good. Like honestly, <laughs> a lot of the defenses we thought were going to be at the top of the league, like Rams, Washington football team, Cleveland, have all terribly disappointed. Boy, Cleveland. That's true. That's true. Speaking of the football team, so. They took a huge loss, although they've been, you know, underperforming hugely. Chase Young suffered a torn ACL. Uh, Keese, I believe you believed him to be a potential defensive player of the year and potentially lead the league in sacks. So I know that's big news for that, you know, the football team. How you how you feel? How you feel about that? Uh, I think it's tragic. Uh, it's pretty tough news, to, you know, to lose your season. He's a young dude. He's super energetic. He's damn near the heart of that team. You see how they react towards him. Uh, to Terry's leg, we got my buddy Adam Ibrahim. He's coming on next week to talk about injuries with us. He studies kinesiology. Can't say that word at the University of Tennessee. <laughs> he's in his PhD program, so he's gonna come on talk to us about injuries, just different things players have going on. But for the football team, I think it's a big deal. They did just get a big win, but I mean, I don't. I did have them winning that division, but now it's just looking. I, I mean, it's not the end of the world because I don't think they've had a divisional game yet. So I, I might be wrong, Dallas but I don't. Far ahead. Yeah, Dallas is too far ahead with all the wins they keep stacking up. I just I don't see them beating Dallas either, honestly. At this point, me neither. I just killed a bug, but <laughs> I don't see them beating <laughs> Dallas. Yo, Mr. Miyagi, looking at. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> but, How you yeah. feel about Chase Young? Eh? Yo, okay, I'm gonna say something because I was very high on Chase Young, very similar to Marquise. And I feel like Chase Young has a little bit of that Baker Mayfield issue right now, where, like, you got into the league your first year, you were a standout, then all the commercials came. You mm. didn't see Chase – You, I, I didn't see Chase Young at least three commercials, and I don't live nowhere near D.C. That's true. That's true. I, I don't live nowhere near D.C. Then you got all the commercials, right? You on GQ show how you spent your first million dollars. You, like, uh, you a USAA showing how you bought your first home, like – Nah, if like let's keep that same energy that we kept with Baker Mayfield when he did all that stuff after being really explosive and like you know prolific year one. People locked in on him though. That's for yeah. sure. 
People locked it on Chase Young. They were studying you, and you didn't improve the way you needed to to continue that dominance. He only gets one one and a half sack this season. That's fucking exactly. Crazy. So Chase Young is Insane, been, yeah. I'm like prayers up. He heals. I hope I hope he comes back better than ever. He would he 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 has the potential to be a monster, but his entire season has been a disappointment prior to this ACL injury. They've had some tough games, I'm not gonna lie, but there's like four games on their schedule that I'm looking at. Like the game against the Giants, he should have won off. The game against Kansas City, that line, he got half a sack. The game against the Chargers, Atlanta, Denver, like all those games he should have snapped. He gets a sack during the, the Saints game, which is crazy because that line's actually good. But, yeah, you know, the, we know how their quarterback situation is. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. But DK Metcalf got that same issue going on. I'm seeing these damn commercials, and I ain't seeing him do shit. And I ain't going to lie. I don't know if we was going to talk about this this episode, but he be acting like a real bitch on the field. <laughs> Bro. And I don't be all into calling people out they fucking name like this. Normally, this is Nick's thing. This is normally 100% Nick's thing. But between him and Devin White, bro, they be pissing me off. Everything extra that they can do on the football field, they be involved in, bro. Like, just play ball. Other than putting up stats, huh? Yeah, bro, y'all be so – y'all are such good athletes. And y'all could – both of them could be, like, great players at their position. Like, let's be honest. Both of them could be great players in the position. And they just involved in the extra, like, DK getting thrown out of the game. Like, bro, why is you even trying to prove you the biggest dude on the field or just entertain people? You is the biggest dude on the damn field. Yeah, Let's we be honest. Know that. <laughs> you could play tight end pretty much. And Devin White, bro, he just – he tried to throw uh, uh, Gibson, the running back from mm-hmm. the football team, on the ground like the whistle was blown. Gibson just pushed him, and he hit the floor. Like, bro, like, why are you being extra? Like, I don't get it. Like, just play ball. Like, y'all just – I'm looking like asshole. Like you look bad. I get what happened with Tampa because they was getting their ass beat by the Washington football team. Nah, I don't. Ain't no one thought they was going. <laughs> I don't they, think they was going. <laughs> That's a frustration thing. Like you letting the game get the best of you because, like Taylor Heineke came here and just put a forty on your head. Can't like play. But that's the sport. That's the sportsmanship thing. To me, that's bigger sportsmanship than you shaking my hand at the end of the game. I don't give a shit if you shake my hand at the end of the game, yeah. like because most of the time people be talking shit in them lines. Unless like it's a big like you know y'all both respect each other enough. Most people just be talking shit when they shake each other's hand, or you see your homeboy y'all talk to each other. But I'd rather you respect me during the game than after the game. Like oh, let's shake hands. Like yeah, for sure, for sure. Walk straight yeah. to the tunnel. I don't give a shit. <laughs> now that Anton brought it up, we were going to talk about. Should unease be growing in Tampa Bay? In Tampa Bay, I mean, I think Ant kind of alluded to a little bit. He might have a little more to spill on that. What you think, Ant? Look, uh, I don't want to say panic in Tampa Bay because Tampa hasn't been healthy all season, really. At this point, like they lost a bunch of their corners early. Then they try to sign Richard Sherman off the street. He got hurt. He came back. He got hurt again. Grant gets hurt. He comes back for like. A quarter gets hurt again. We ain't really seen him. AB been in in a walking boot for like ever, right? Like the whole point of this Tampa team was like, can you believe how deep this team is and all the positions that really matter with having Tom Brady? And now they got no corners. They might be down Vita Vea. So they lost someone up front. They like, they're down AB. They're down Scotty Miller, who like, it's Scotty Miller, I know, but like, it would have been helpful for when you lost all those other guys. 
Mm-hmm. Having someone that Tom Brady was still comfortable with being up there and around, but he's also gone. AB's down. Gronk is gone. Like, uh, Tampa's biggest issue is getting healthy. If Tampa can get healthy, I think that the continuity of this team kind of allows them to go on a run similar to the way that they did after their bye last year. But if they can't get it all on the field, they are in trouble. Oh, what you think, Tampa fans gonna hate me, boy. You know I'd be on Tampa ass. <laughs> they about to hate me. I already oh, brought man. up the Devin White thing. You know, acting like a fucking sissy. This just pissed me off. But I think you really need to take a look at how Brady don't really trust any of these other guys. Because if you can't beat the football team, granted, Ant was right. Y'all do got a ton of injuries. I'm not gonna downplay that because Baltimore has all the injuries. So I'm not gonna downplay y'all having injuries and impacting. But if y'all can't beat the football team, bro. With Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, the football team, bro. The football team. Think about what we're saying. We're saying the football team didn't have Montez Sweat that lost Chase Young. <laughs> like that, when you think about it, that's like, that's really embarrassing. Now, I'm not saying they can't get it rolling. Don't get me wrong. I don't have them in the Super Bowl. Remember, they're not my Super Bowl pick. I don't even see them going to the Super Bowl. I think they're like Kansas City. Like they need to run the ball. I don't know why they don't use Rojo. I think it's because of the fumbling thing. Like, you know. But y'all need to let that man out the doghouse. I don't know what, like, y'all need to run the ball. He's a beast. He's definitely a beast. He gets chunk plays. He's fast. Lenny can't do everything. Like, I know y'all think playoff Lenny is all like that. But he took a beating in Jacksonville. That's why nobody was eager to pick him up right away. Because they didn't think there was any tread left on those tires. And there is, but they didn't think there was. Leonard Fournette's been playing well this year. Yeah. They're not like, like, are you saying that you would like to see Tampa look more Cleveland-ish? No, I'm saying no. They can keep both backs fresh. Like, yeah, can spare one. Like, just like they had in, like, New Orleans with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. It's like a change of pace. Like, you know, Leonard Fournette. For Alvin Kamara's catching passes a lot of the time. Out yeah, there. Leonard Fournette can catch passes. Then and you, you can use Rojo on Rojo everything else. just like Mark Ingram. Okay. I'm not. I'm I not mean, saying nobody can replicate what the Browns do. Let's be. But honest. they both can. You know, they can hit. They both can hit the hole. That's the difference. You know, AK can hit the hole too, but he's more of a finesse type of guy. But like Leonard Fournette and Rojo can both hit the hole. You know, yards after contact. You probably, probably, you probably seen the videos of Leonard Fournette laughing as he getting tackled and running people over. Yeah, <laughs> it's just they can do more of that. I feel like they do have a lot of dudes that dropping the ball still. Like it's just Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson dropping the ball, darting the little rookie. Like Bruce Arian was on. Like you know, like the coaches are being stupid. And then I think he was mad that Brady even threw that kid the ball. Like I think he wanted Brady to just throw the ball somewhere else. I will give a big kudos to Mike Evans. So he hit Kendall Fuller with the nastiest move I've ever (laughs) seen, bro. Bull, and he was rolling. You saw how fast Jit was going? He yeah. hit Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller tried to press him, which is stupid to begin with because the man loves when someone gets up in him besides Marshawn. Being a physical, yeah. Bro, he just pushed him, hit him in the back of the head, took off. It was, bro, it should be illegal. <laughs> that shit was nasty. I mean, you bro. also have to think about it, too, also with Tampa, is that Tom Brady past couple weeks haven't looked good. Like, even in New Orleans. Well, he I don't. Mean, you, you got to think, he don't look good because – he ain't throwing to the dudes he want to throw the ball to. There's no Gronk. There's no AB. Like he's like relying on Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. And pe- teams are focusing in on. Well, I mean, that's shit. a better duo. That's better than what he had, honestly, in New England. It, it it is, but teams are focusing in on. Hey, well, we can double both. 
and tell you to beat us some somewhere else. Like we could be like, okay, let's put the safeties over the top on both of them, and then you got to beat us somewhere else. Or a linebacker comes at Chris Godwin inside. You need to run the ball. Exactly. That's that's the thing. You got to run the ball to beat that, or you got to use the other. Like I think them Tom Brady not spreading the ball was such not a problem before because they were getting plays. You know, it didn't matter. Dude. Everybody was healthy. Everybody was healthy. But yeah. now it's like, bro, we're not healthy. And this defense can't even get you the ball back. They're not getting turnovers. So it's like, on top of that, the injuries, like, they are having a lot of injuries. I think they beat a vase injured, too, which yeah. is a big, mm-hmm. is a huge deal for them. Yeah, they last year, too. They were like, that was their thing, is they could stop the run, but it had problems with the pass. But Vita Vey is a big run-stopping guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not going to downplay them like they're they're terrible, but I feel like the injuries are an issue to them. Brady probably is showing his age a little bit. I'm not going to count him out because just because it's Brady. Yeah. But with all the injuries on offense and defense, like for you to go up some, some of these teams that are going to be physical with you, like they're another team. Like before, like Ant said, stopping the run was a big deal for them. Now you go see a team with a good running back, like y'all probably might get embarrassed. And then that's just on the ground. They ain't even say they're going to hit you with play action yet. Like, imagine they go play the Vikes. The Vikes just beat the Chargers. Imagine they go play the Vikes. Who guard? Good luck. Yeah, I mean, insane. And, you know, to stick in the um, in NFC South, we got Cam to get first-team reps with the Panthers. And we saw him first, you know, pretty much within the first couple of days come in and get two tubs. The first game okay, back oh boy, with the yeah. Panthers, man. How do y'all? I'm back. How you feeling, Ant? How you feeling about Cam being back? <laughs> I'm, happy. I'm happy for Cam, right? I'm happy for Cam that he found a team that needs Cam. I honestly, maybe as much as Cam needed them in this situation, right? Uh, and this is a good situation. He's being paid some decent money. And it's going to be interesting to see because this team is better than it was the last time Cam Newton was on the, pay- on the Panthers when he left the Patriots. Yeah. So C-Mac is currently healthy. That's big, right? They got, now they got two great wide receivers. You see how happy Robbie Anderson looked now? Man, a completely different person. That boy free. (laughs) He just broke up with his toxic ex and he's having his most wonderful hoe face. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I'm telling you, he looked like, he looked like a brand new man. Like, so, like, and I think a lot of that energy is going to come come back to this team, and Cam's energy is going to mean a lot for them. Yeah, his, his energy is definitely infectious, for sure. The now best see is the arm still there? Are the intermediate to long-range passes still there for Cam? From a couple of the throws that he threw. I mean, that deep throw that he threw to DJ Moore, the P.I., I mean, the throw, looked, you know, could have been a little bit better. Short. It was a P.I. because it was short. It could have been a little better, but hey. It was a P.I. because it was short and you know it. So, like, that's all I'm trying to say. It was a P.I. because the pass was short. Like, we've seen Carson Wentz somehow, like, eat three straight weeks in crunch time on that type of a throw, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, it was a P.I. because it was short. We all we know Cam Newton on the goal line is always going to be great. That ain't never been a question. So, those yeah. goal were great to see. Like, this team can only get better, I think, with Cam Newton. Sure. I mean, between all those corners they got on defense and that way that defensive line is, and with CMC back healthy, hopefully they don't abuse them like they normally do, but they probably are. They can abuse Cam. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, they're gonna abuse both of them. But the yeah. thing is, it's gonna keep keep a defense honest. So you're yeah. not gonna be able to crowd the box, or you're probably gonna crowd the box, which DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson are gonna feast. And we Their not defense even, will stay fresh too. Exactly, and we're not even bringing up Terrence Marshall Jr., who I think would be having a way better year if they had a competent quarterback. The for the first yeah. three weeks, Sam Darnold was putting on his best best Oscar. Oh, we know why that happened. Winning performance. <laughs> Bro, you know that, what happened? They, they, he was supposed to do that against the teams he played, but I think Cam Newton coming back will definitely bring a different energy to the whole team as a whole. Honestly, we've already seen it, and then him already coming in and you know pretty much being a leader again from the you know the, the day he's back, the moment he's back, you well, know Christian coming back McCarthy. first play, scoring a touchdown, you know throwing a touchdown. So I feel like um, he gives them definitely. He's definitely way better than Sam Darnold. I don't. I I didn't like him coming out of the draft, but you know, I, I like PJ Walker in the sense of you know wanting to see him be successful. But I I think Cam is just has to be the guy going forward. You know what's um, weird? I would have started PJ Walker over Sam Darnold. That's why I don't even know why they got Darnold. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't care whichever way you look at it. What does Sam Darnold do better than PJ Walker? Vice versa. PJ yeah, Walker is more of a scrambler than Sam Darnold, yes, but yeah. what there's there's no nothing different. Uh the thing is if Sam Darnold could take care of the ball, he, he would can't have, look look, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like Sam Darnold can make throws, PJ Walker can't, Sam Darnold can like I don't know what it is about him, is like he can get you kind of like in between the like 20 and the the 20 and the 40, and then like as soon as you get up to the red zone, you're like all right, all you got to do is not make a mistake and we come away with three points. And he's like, this is where I throw the pick. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be real It'd be real calculated when you throw the pick. Yeah, It, it seems like it. It really does. This is where I throw the pick. And that's why everybody is so hot. Like, it's the worst possible time. If he's still in the league next year on somebody's team, I'm going to be shocked. Oh, he, he will be for sure. His money is guaranteed already. Yeah, they, he will be. It can, be, it can be guaranteed all he want. If he on somebody's team next year, it's a crime. It's a crime. <laughs> oh, he 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 will be on the um on somebody's squad, like no doubt about it. And hell no. <laughs> moving if we had an option to have my league, I'm sure we all can collectively like listen, you gotta go. <laughs> Sorry. But moving something. on to the to the halftime segment here, Keith is gonna give us his top 10 players of the week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am. I'm going to run through this kind of quick. I'm only going to give the stats for the notable dudes that stuck out to me. Uh, at 10, I have Jeffrey Simmons from the Titans. Nine, I have Daryl Williams from Kansas City. Had a crazy touchdown catch as a running Man. back. Not getting talked about enough. A lot of running backs don't have hands like this, let alone to catch a jump ball. What is it, 30 yards out at In, least? Inside, too. But yeah, it wasn't out on the side where, you know, he's yeah. just toe-tapping, which a lot of running backs actually can toe-tap. No, he's jumping with the safety. Jonathan Abram got embarrassed. He needs to worry about playing safety instead of always trying to hit people. We see what Jamal Adams does with that. It doesn't work out too well. Um, Wait, and then I, I forget got, who tied interceptions with him because he only got like two or three career he interceptions. He got three, bro. Uh, what's his name? I think it's it's some defensive lineman. Yeah, it's a lineman. Yeah, I forget. Vince Wilfork, no? Yes, that's who it is. <laughs> Crazy, bro. <laughs> Crazy, but I'm not going home. He's a baller. He just can't pick the ball. I put him as a linebacker. I got old boy from the patch, 
uh Ron Mom Ron Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, Ramon J. Stevenson. There we go. Finally said somebody name, right? <laughs> and then at seven, I got Jonathan Taylor from Indy. I think this dude's gonna be a dog in the league. He's gonna be problems here on out. He already is, but going forward, years to come, he's gonna be a big bag. Justin Jefferson from the bikes, jet life, he's an animal. Nothing less. He gave me everything he got every Sunday. Stephon Diggs, another big dude, had a big game against the – I think it was against the Jags or the Jets. It wasn't – Jets. Yeah, yeah, because they lost the Jags last week. Indy played the Jags. Uh, at four, I got Christian McCarthy. He returned. Looked like he didn't lose too much of a step. Ten receptions, 66 yards, 13 rushes, 95 yards. That's a pretty big day, especially coming back. Yeah, that's a CMC day right there. Exactly, which is crazy. I it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It, it's going to get better, but I hope these teams start realizing you can't keep doing this to the players. Like you saw Mr. Incredible Derrick Henry actually get injured. You see what Saquon happens with Saquon. Like you can't keep using being one dimensional, just uh, using and abusing the dude. You're going to run him into the dirt. So Literally. stop doing Stop doing that, please. Patrick Mahomes got back, didn't throw any interceptions, still looked a little sketchy at times, but he threw for 405 yards, five tubs. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how they let this man throw the ball 50 times. Insane. That is insane. I'm not – I'm not th- – I don't even throw the ball on Madden 50 times. This is crazy to me, okay? They need to cut that out. <laughs> At two, I got Kyle Duggar from the past. He had eight tackles and one sack. Or not one sack. I think he had an interception. Interception. Yes, he had an interception. He looks good. I always tell Terrence he's a bright spot in the secondary for him, especially because McCordy's getting older. I like him a lot. Honestly, I take him in Baltimore. Going – at first, we have Jimmy Ward had a night in San Francisco, and it was a real casual night, but it was with big plays. He had two interceptions, two tackles, and one touchdown. Interception, we talk about he it. He dropped one, hit. too, no? Yeah, he did. He would have had a third one. He dropped one. He <laughs> dropped it because the rookie safety hit him. When he yeah. went to pick it, the rookie safety hit him. If the rookie safety doesn't hit him, he takes another one. <laughs> he, he gets a tip off Tyler Higby, returns it for a touchdown, and he jumps up for another one. He had a game. He looked great. And he's kind of older, too. He's like, I think uh, Jimmy Ward's like 29 to the 30 age frame. And he looks good. And that secondary has a lot of injuries at corner. So the fact that he did really well against the Rams team, which who should have steamrolled them, didn't, it looked good. So I'm giving him one just off of that. There's other people that did good, but that's the ones that stuck out to me do look good. Appreciate that, Key. So to give some interesting facts on – the Chiefs, who are apparently ascending at this point in the year, um, they are ninth in points scored with 262 and points allowed. They are they have allowed 241 points, which is tied for 25th. Um, I mean, with these stats, honestly, I feel like it kind of shows the, the Chiefs are who we think they are. Um, you know, offense. We know that they're going to score the ball, but, you know, they haven't been looking the best so far this season, but they seem to be, you know, ascending and, you know, getting their stuff together now at this point, potentially. Um, And then on defense, we know that, you know, they don't have the best talent on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to give up points, and they're just hoping that they're going to outscore their opponents, honestly. Um, But honestly, I feel like their stats at this point in the season are, you know, around the middle of the pack. They're about overall like 18th. Um, but I think they'll get better offensively. Uh, defensively, they'll, they won't get too much better, but they'll definitely start producing more on the offensive side of the ball, I think. Here's something I think you should think about about the Chiefs. I got you. So the Chiefs, 
this whole season, it went through the mm-hmm. slow, everybody was about average 405 yards a game. That is still fourth in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They also have the best third down conversion rate in the NFL at 53.33%, which means that like, one, this team actually moves the ball still. They've always moved the ball. Yeah. And don't get off the field on third down. The problem is they just kept turning the ball over. That's true. That's true. And as soon as those turnovers get cut in half or like go back to normal, this team is then just as dangerous as they always were. Like people were all about how like the Chiefs offense, they like don't have Sammy Watkins, like all all of that, right? And Sammy is important, but Sammy was also mm-hmm. free. The issue was they are turning the ball over. Like Keith said, Mahomes still looked kind of suspect. That's because he was still throwing those suspect balls that were all picks this year. Yeah. Just last game, they were miraculous touchdowns. Like the Daryl, Daryl, um, jo- Jonathan Avery plays the ball adjacent. Yeah, that was definitely he's, he's in position. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he just doesn't know how to use hand-eye coordination and take the damn ball because literally, Daryl Williams snatches snatches it from him. Yeah, John was like receivers. in the air. He's like, oh, I'm going to take this. <laughs> but hasn't that kind of been the story of the Chiefs the really the entire time that we've known them to be at the top of the league? Mahomes does something crazy. This patch obviously shouldn't work. Okay, it's, it's Reek streaking across the That's field. true, too. That's true. Right? Like, Yeah, they play real backyard football. Yeah, this year they just all been picks. And I will say that we shouldn't give them too much credit for these last two games because those teams were not playing a lot of too high man. But it's the thing is, if you're not going to play too high man against them, you're stupid. That's on and you, the, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> in reality, the other fact of it is they won against somebody in the division. So I'm going to give them that. Yeah, and people, top. And people are counting them out because I remember I was the only one, like I was talking to Terrence about it last week. I was like, I'm not counting them out just because they're the Chiefs. Like I'm not going to say, I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. Let's, uh, let's get that right. But I'm not counting them out to win their division or keep getting some games under their belt. That's I'm gonna be honest about that. Show sure. agreed. So <laughs> you got something else to say about that? Ant? Uh I just have like another weird stat about the Chiefs. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Is it is it Daniel Soros and be letting up the most yards and coverage? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hey, I don't know who that might daughter. be a real stat. That might be. I don't know who daughter he dating that works in Kansas City or works for the Chiefs, but that's how he holds that job because I can go play safety better than that. Easily. Literally. Yes. Easily, bro. Look. Big facts. Chiefs have the, our top 10 in yards per rush. They get five and four and a half, actually, each time they run the ball. They also run the ball the 29th most in the league. They don't run the ball that much. <laughs> yes, like they're at the very bottom. Like they, 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 when they run, it's productive, and they still refuse to do it. That's insane. Like I think they, the only reason they're so successful running the ball because you know they're gonna pass it fifty times. Well, that's the thing. Like they, 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 they're at the top ten in the league on yards per rush, and they are at the very fucking bottom on rush percentage, rush play percentage. They just don't want to take it. You know what's funny to me is that imagine this team with a running back like Dalvin Cook or Barkley, Saquon Barkley. They'd be damn near unstoppable. Yeah, they'd be insane. 
They had Kareem Hunt. You don't remember that? Oh, they no, did. exactly, bro. He was balling. Listen, if, I don't, don't want to talk about how he bust out. Bro, personally. It, if Shorty, if he doesn't punch Shorty like she's a fucking football, he's still there. Honestly, I think just because he lied about it is why they released him. But yeah, like how the Ray Rice thing happened. Like, like if Ray Rice doesn't, shit, it's crazy, bro. Like he literally could have just been like, you know what? I did punt her like a football. I remember that game like it was yesterday. Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt. Oh my God, Lee! Don't you think that the team probably would have tried to get the footage and bury the shit? Like, if he had told the truth, like, if he had told the truth, don't you think the team tries to buy the footage and bury the shit? I don't even think they necessarily try to buy the footage. I think they just put out a statement like, we're, we are fully aware of what actually happened, and we still are going to stand by him or sanction him a certain way. Yeah, they probably would have just, oh, you're suspended for some time or something. Maybe, yeah, potentially. Weeks, they're like, oh, here, like, we talked to him about it, blah, blah, blah. But they probably would have tried to bury the story. They probably would have. The only weird thing about the Kareem Hunt one, like Ray Rice legit beats the shit out of his wife. The yeah. Kareem Hunt one, you can see the girl keeps coming at him and he like pushes her. He fucked up when he turned around and just punted her. Because remember, yeah. he just he's like, get off me, you know, Yeah, yeah. which is fine. And I don't know what story said or what happened to boy. No, his homeboys <laughs> couldn't have grabbed him quick enough, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man, you would have thought he got in a fight in the club, bro. Insane. So. Moving on to fourth and five here. So, Keith, you can go ahead and give us your your rant, your you know, oh, your heartfelt rant about your Ravens God. taking the L after you drove hours to see them play on your birthday. Bro, check this out. Miami Guards, right? That's the stadium. That shit is. Hold on, let me let me get the right address. This man that, drove hours. That shit to is see the Ravens take an L to the Dolphins <laughs> on his that birthday. Shit. That shit is four hours and 32 minutes away right now, right? I was geeked. I'm like, all right, bro. I'm turning 26. I'm taking Dan to the game with me. Next day, I'm hanging out with the boys. My brother's birthday, Veterans Day weekend. This should be spectacular. The Ravens have like six players from Miami. They from the crib. These boys are going to ball out, and they playing the Dolphins. So, essentially, it's kind of like a gimme game. I'm geeked. We get nice seats. I can see everything. I got a great view of Sammy Watkins not trying to catch the ball. I got an even better view of them running an all-out blitz with no screens or nothing. We just decided, hey, they're going to run all-out blitz. We're going to call screen plays, too. It's just going to work out with the terrible line we have. I mean, I don't know. I was disappointed. I, it was dope, though. I will give Miami kudos. I'm going to give them kudos. That's a big win for them. The fans, I'm going to be honest, the fans don't want no other quarterback. They want Tua because that stadium lost their mind when Tua came in the game. Yeah. And it was crazy. Was yeah. So if I'm the, the Dolphins – I would just rock with Tua, you know, try to build around him. Like, you know, you got the weapons on offense, try to build the line and add stuff on defense. Fans love them. They got a good win. That's impressive. Um, I'm Honestly, mad. I think they got to call plays for Tua, bro. I don't think the play calling fits his play style, like the way. Me personally, that's what I think. I think they it's they trying to have him do too much, and he a small quarterback, you know, like kind of how Russ can't see and Drew mm-hmm. couldn't see over the line. And his line is bad. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, it'd be different if his line was good and he had a run game. Then it'd be like, oh, okay. Because we already got you receivers and a tight end. Like, he don't have nothing working in his favor. The Dolphins are thinking they can bring in Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, and it's going to mask everything, which you're right. It's going to mask everything, but they still ain't going to win no games because your defense ain't good. 
their defense was good. That's the weird. The def- yeah, it was good and looked great against us, but their defense ain't really that good. I like Cameron Wilkins. I think Xavier yeah. Howard is great. I wish during the deadline it actually would have went through because he returned the damn touchdown. But I just it, they're trying to have too much. But back to me ranting about this shit ruining my damn birthday. <laughs> the Dolphin Stadium looks great. Shout out to what they did for all the veterans. They had some veterans on the field. They had like throughout the game, they were announced like all the members in the stadium that were Navy veterans stand up and then they do the army ones dance, hit me to stand up, punch me, stand up, bro. I'm like, all right, bro, I'll stand up. But it was super dope. They have a nice stadium. They're building a track outside of it too for NASCAR or something, which is yeah. fucking crazy, bro. Like, it, boy, bro, it's going to be a, <laughs> a, like a whatever they call a track going around the stadium, which looks dope. They need to work on getting more food for all the damn fans. They ran out of food, which was crazy. <laughs> that was the only negative thing I got to say about that. That was weird. But the Ravens, I mean, y'all just look like shit. Lamar look like shit. Y'all, like, y'all look like shit, bro. It's crazy. I think they I, came in cocky. They just they knew, did. Oh, they came in. The shit out of them. Dolphins. They came in real arrogant about yeah. it. And you know, you gotta show up every Sunday. It's any given Sunday or given Thursday, whatever day. But they just. I saw up. an insane stat that y'all over the last couple of games, like y'all played them, y'all didn't outscored them by like a couple they of points. They didn't aired them out every time they. Yeah, played. yeah, like y'all like at least a hundred points ahead of them. I was yeah. like, bro, what? And it's <laughs> crazy to me that they didn't. Like, I get coming in there cocky because you beat them so many times. But if you're from the crib, like, those boys are from Miami. Like, I thought they would want a ball being home. Exactly, like, you yeah. know, Like, hey, we're playing in front of our family, you know. And the stadium, it was weird, bro. Me and Dan are walking up to the game, and we're seeing so many Ravens jerseys, bro. And it's crazy because I'm like, bro, what the hell is going on? Like, why are there so many Ravens jerseys? You got to account for, you know, if you're a Lamar fan, right? You got to yeah. account for if you grew up watching Lamar play. You got to account if you grew up watching Sammy play Hollywood, like, and then you're like, okay, this kind of makes sense. Like, why are we seeing all these fans here? And yeah. like, I ain't really think about it at first, but I'm going to be honest. I ain't got us going to the Super Bowl and no crazy shit like that anyway. So, oh, it's, shit's just ridiculous, bro. Like, motherfuckers just look embarrassed. Need to get rid of the offense coordinator. I trade Sammy for Orlando Brown right now. Right motherfucking now, bro. Because I remember I said when we got Sammy that yeah. we still needed a receiver. Remember, I said there was nothing wrong with the Sammy thing, but I was like, let's yeah. be honest, we still need a receiver. Man, it just shows we still need a receiver. I I'd love the Kyle Shanahan fired or got fired by the Niners, so we could hire him because I feel like Lamar and that offense would do damage. <laughs> we know that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> oh, you you know what? Something interesting happened. I was playing. This has nothing to do with the Ravens because you know I was driving home after the game because I did a mm-hmm. turn and burn to watch the game. I drove back. So fucking Tampa, and I'm playing Mo three right. There's a song that let off some gunshots in it, right? Danny's in the car sleeping. Danny gets up, just looks at me. She's like, "What are you doing? You didn't hear that? Because the gunshots go off. You know the amps going. <laughs> so shit, shit starts breaking in the car. <laughs> Bro, little girl, look at me. She's what? Are you, drive. You don't see. You don't hear people shooting. <laughs> Bro, I look at this girl. I was like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> that was probably. The highlight of my, yeah, that was yeah. probably the highlight of my night because uh, Ravens didn't highlight shit. Well, at least you got a kicker at the end of it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we got the the Steelers tying with the Lions, although they didn't have Big Ben, and it seems like the Lions can do everything but win. So, what you got to say, Keith? <laughs> well, how is Mason Rudolph starting this game? Well, I, someone explain to me why Dwayne Haskins did not start. 
This man Mason Rudolph threw for 50 times. 50, 50, he threw the ball 50 times. How the fuck is he still there? It don't make sense. Mason he's not good. And like, I bet he's very easy to teach and work with, but has a lot of limitations. And Dwayne Haskins, on the other hand, went to the strip club and watching film and studying See? during the COVID season. It's not a talent issue, though. Answer. Yeah, it's not a talent, I, I, I issue. talent issue. I, that's exactly what I'm saying. Dwayne Haskins is probably significantly more talented than Mason Rudolph, and Mason Rudolph is probably significantly easier and more coachable. Hey, you know what is weird though? People are mad that this game ended in a tie. I'm here to tell you, I am not mad the game ended in a tie. I am mad at the overtime rules. Yeah, the fact I don't that like can end in a tie. I don't like the overtime rules. Yeah. It's like the first person scores, that's it. It's a wrap. Because if you kick a field goal, you can go down. The other team can get the ball back. But if you score, it's a wrap. Like, I don't I don't like that. I wish everybody could possess the ball once. But you can only do that if you kick a field goal. I mean, it's hard to score touchdowns, though. So, at the end of the day, if you – I mean, who wanted more? Sudden death is kind of nice just so you can't cause a tie to flip you into a second overtime. If you didn't want to tie, you know what? Doesn't I mean? college allow you to keep going back and forth? Oh yeah, college allows so too it's much insane. shit. Yeah, you can be in what three OTs in college? I did that one time before too. It was insane. oh, it was crazy. Yeah. I would have let like somebody score some points. It was crazy. Oh, hey, run like a sixty-yard field goal. Whoever hits that bitch wins. Yeah, or <laughs> you know something like that. Like put put some pressure on the kickers. Like all right, y'all got to make a sixty-yard field goal. Y'all got to go kick for kick. Like I kind of be like. I would actually like that. It sounds wild. You know, they wouldn't do that. The magic going kick for kick. All right. Kick, <laughs> kick for kick to see who get the ball. Oh, uh, no. Oh, hell no. That's too much time just to, to kick. I mean, it ain't a lot of time also. Like, it's going to be – the kick's going to be quick. It's no, just... think think about it. If you go from the 30-yard line and go back, we go 30, 35. No, 40, we don't got to start at 30. We can start at the 60 or whatever. Just no, go the... start at the 30. Because imagine if your kicker misses a 30 yard field. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 uh, boy, listen, he might well pack his shit. <laughs> Bro, I would totally rather do that. Like, you know, go 30, 35, 40. You know, we just kick all day. But you still got the people rushing you. It's not like an open kick. Like, you know, you yeah. still got someone coming at you. Yeah, he, boy, I kick him as that. He might well go and pack his bags. So I'm getting him up on up out of there myself, personally. <laughs> so we got the um, the Packers versus Seahawks um, game. So this question: game. Look, is Russ' game. performance alarming at all? No, no. Yeah, we're on my show, right? And uh, I like we were on the flower pot, and I said, "Stay the fuck away from this game." We said, like Russ. And, like, it was 0-3 going into the fourth quarter, right? Yeah. Russ had just came off of not playing, practicing, or doing anything for, like, a month after getting hand surgery on his throwing hand. Like, I'm not alarmed because, like, this is kind of what I expected. All of that, right? So, like. He wasn't ready, first of all. Like, coming off surgery, like, doing, like, apparently 19 hours a day of rehab or wherever the fuck he was pushing for his narrative like <laughs> like what all you, you ain't all you did was sleep and rehab you ain't see sierra not one time 
Shit. Lying ass. Yeah, exactly. Shit. Look at Marquis. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <boy. laughs> Lying Shit, hell if I know it. <laughs> no, he lying any keys. No, he lying. Uh, that boy got four kids with him. He lying his ass <laughs> off. So, like, this is kind of what I expected, right? And, like, Rodgers was rusty, but kind of got going later on because, like, he'd only missed, like, a week. But, like, if Russ can – and not to mention that game was snowing and, like – Yeah, it did start snowing. Which don't make that no easier on Russ coming back from everything. Oh, I know that shit hurt. Yeah, so I'm not really alarmed because this is as to be expected. And matter of fact, they probably had a better chance winning that game with Geno Smith. Hell no. Hell no. Three points they score. Bro. I'm rocking with Russ. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, he wasn't Russ, ready, but I'm rocking with Russ. <laughs> Russ could be 25% he better than Geno, okay? Let's many, be honest. What'd you say? How many points they score? That don't matter. What was Gino going to do? Gino would have probably been able to actually grip the fucking ball <laughs> and throw interceptions. So he would have, it would have been zero, zero. <laughs> it's like this man, obviously Russ is better than Gino Smith, but like he can't hold the ball properly. Gino going to throw interceptions. So what you want? Look, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't ready, but I mean, I'm trying to say like if, the Packers ain't scoring them. Gino would have got y'all a couple field goals. <laughs> they still and, lost. But look, you might have been able to go into the fourth quarter 6-3 instead of 0-3. <laughs> Boy, it's 0-3 Greedo. <laughs> Insane. And it was a crazy game. Like It was just like, if you were into defenses making plays and just like, you know, no big plays, not a lot of action off on the offensive side of the ball, then, you know. Yeah. Obviously, if you're a Packers fan, you love the game as far, because of the outcome. Oh, but, shit. They, they, they almost hate the game because of Eric Jones. Yeah. But if I'm Russ, I'm sorry. I'm sitting. I, I got to get the hell out of Seattle, bro. I'm sorry. Oh, no. If I'm Russ, I'm going to the owner. Which I'm out of here. It ain't even the normal owner because the owner passed. It's just give me the OBJ, release me so I can go play where I want to play. No, I'm hitting you with the either you, you either uh fire Pete Carroll and trade Jamal Adams or I leave. Because let's be honest, why did y'all give up so much to get Jamal Adams? That's why you can't trade him. Yeah, and that contract now. No, you pay that, bro. You trade him to get any draft pick back. Somebody gonna give you a second and a third. Take hey, yo, you, you, you just call that man trash now. No, I'm not saying he they trash. gave up too much to, to but they secondary second is so bad, right? I don't know if they thought this man was Ed Reed or I don't know who. But they thought it was he, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed in the same player. <laughs> bro, he don't play, he don't play the ball good, right? And your problem is your secondary. Yeah, he's not a covered safety at all. Like, he's like, box safety. He needs I mean, to be hitting people. That's it. And he ain't terrible in coverage, but he ain't playing. No, he's no- terrible in coverage. No, but he's terrible. Let's he, be real. <laughs> he's he, terrible. Sorry. He ain't, he ain't making no plays in coverage, though. That's what I'm getting at. You know, your safety can typically make plays in coverage. And let's be honest. You got Control Diggs back there, right? Jit is only 5'9". I don't know if y'all know how tall Control Diggs is. He's like 5'9". He's way line- better cover safety than... 
Exactly. And Jamal. he's five nine. So Jamal line that up. Box, line line that up with your line that up with your damn your uh linebacker at safety. It's a terrible duo to have back there. Yeah, that's the problem. Jamal Adams is really is like a linebacker, but they got him playing safety. Jamal Adams is a safety on the right team. You get what I'm saying? Maybe they thought he was going to be like a Cam Chancellor type of player. No, check me out. If you put Jamal Adams, say he goes to the Ravens, he looks great. You know why? Because there's two there's two actual corners there. You put him somewhere where there's corners, okay. he looks great. On the Patriots, he looks good with y'all because there's another Probably safety would. on the other side of him, and then there's three He'd corners. Have him blitzing. I think the reason he looked good in, in New York because they were so ass. Jamal, go find the ball. Ain't no plays. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, <laughs> that was the play. Do you think, my boy? <laughs> yeah, bro, Jamal, bro. go ahead, hunt. Find the you, ball. Wherever that's what I think about it every time I see Jamal play on the Jets. He was in the backfield. <laughs> was he not? Every time you seen him, he was in the backfield. Ain't no Jesus. play, Jamal. Just go out there and do what you want to do. <laughs> Am I lying, though? Am I lying? Every time no. you see Jamal Adams making a big play, <laughs> it was near the line of scrimmage in the backfield or something like that. <laughs> he was making so many plays <laughs> on the checks. <laughs> Bro, but like I said, oh if I'm Russ, God. y'all got to trade me. I got to go because they probably ain't go fire Pete Carroll. So and let's be That's honest. You got, you got DK Metcalf acting like a little girl. Chris Carson ain't healthy. If I'm Bobby Wagner, I'm trying to get out of there too. <laughs> he loyal like, though. I don't know if he's going anywhere. Him and Russ is loyal, so I don't think neither one of them are gonna leave. I think they're gonna ride with the ship and oh, die by it, oh it's oh it's diving. <laughs> Bro, they're so bad. Let listen between them and the Vikings, it's embarrassing to be this bad and have that much talent. Because I'm letting you know right now, I would give up everything for Lamar to have that much talent on offense <laughs> and just get shootouts with the people. Like Listen. you, you know every week. Hey, we got to get in the shootout. And the thing about the the Vikes thing that's dangerous is y'all actually have a running back. Yeah, and, and their defense receivers. isn't bad, so I don't understand that either. And if Irv Smith Jr. doesn't get injured, you have a tight end. So how are y'all can't even get in shootouts with people? Because I mean, the thing is, ain't no, ain't, it, it, huh? The defense is real bad. No, yeah, their defense is real bad. Don't get me wrong. And they do get in, like, all the games are pretty much our shootouts. But yeah. how you ain't winning none of these shootouts is what I'm getting at. Because they, they can slow down the tempo with Dalvin Cook is what I'm getting at. Seattle, it's all, hey, we got to let Russ cook. You got to cook, baby, because we ain't got to run it back. Boy, you got to cook. <laughs> you know, trying to slow down the tempo with Dalvin Cook is that, like, your defense was only on the field for, like, two and a half minutes, bro. They got cooked, and y'all niggas came right back outside. <laughs> like, 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 you can slow down the tempo all you want, but if you can't get a stop, like, <laughs> I'm the just time possession is not efficient. It's, it, I'm just saying, it's real bad for both of those teams. Like, if I were both of those teams, I, I would have a yard sale. I'd sell every player, every young dude, everything. Because at this point, y'all just look atrocious. No, both. Not the Vikings. The Vikings don't need a yard. Vikings, the Vikings need a change in quarterback probably to provide a little bit more oomph on that offense. Yeah. They should have been playing Kellen Mond. Remember, Terrence, I said at the beginning of the yeah, season that did. they should have played Kellen Mond. You did. 
and let Kirk Cousins ride the bench. Quarterback and secondary is probably what they need. Looking in retrospect, looking at this season, you are 100% right. But going into this season, they had higher hopes. Which what, is, high, what higher hopes? They signed, <laughs> they signed Patrick Peterson, bro. I watched DK Metcalf bully that man Boy. all last year. Boy, listen, I thought he was going to revitalize himself a little bit. I ain't going to lie. I thought maybe Did you might. not see Justin Jefferson cooking him in training camp? I thought he had something to prove, man. I thought he had something to prove. <laughs> man, I, that's why I'm saying they need to have yard sales. Like, because people would do so much with those talents. Like, imagine if the Patriots could get Adam Thielen. Imagine if they could go take DK Metcalf. Take them then. Like, I mean, Seattle ain't got no picks to offer nobody. Yeah. <laughs> they scouted well. Kellen Mond, I think they didn't think he was ready just yet. Um, where did he – he played at A&M, right? Yeah. Texas A&M or Mississippi. I think. No, Texas A&M, I think. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's not like what he did was particularly, like um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Intricate? They made – oh, boy, they made him stay in the pocket, his coach. It was Jimbo Fisher. He Jimbo, made him. Yeah. He, he didn't let him run. So he actually was suitable to be like. He had a oh, good no. run game too. Yeah. Like, there, okay, so. I got to stay here and, you know, pick apart a defense just throwing the ball. I do think when they got Kellerman, they were looking forward to replacing Kirk Cousins probably at the end of this contract. I do think that they thought with a veteran quarterback that could supposedly make the plays that they need, their offense was good enough. And they believed because Mike Zimmer, Supposed to be a defensive guy that they could have at least been second in their division, definitely in the playoff hunt and like winning the playoff game. Like they weren't going to beat the Packers in the division, but they probably felt like they should be significantly further ahead of the Bears and like the Lions are the Lions. So no one even thinks about them. Right. That's the scary thing, bro, is that they're so much, they're not better than much better than those teams. You know, they, and, and the, it's the crazy thing is you got to think. All those teams are going to get better, like as the team, like the Lions. They play so hard for that coach, and they're not a good team. Like whatever the kneecap dude got them, <laughs> like buying into, they fully <laughs> bought into. Because if you replace Jared Goff with a with a competent quarterback, they probably get some wins. Yo, you think you think the Lions try to go from Jared Goff to Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Man, listen, I hope not. They wouldn't win no games either. They oh, win no games. And Kirk let's Cousins, be he probably put up some, some stats. They might look like, dang, Kirk Cousins balling. But let's be honest. Oh, man, the they Bears, one game. If Matt Nagy's dumbass starts Justin Fields and in training camp unless he gets the reps, him and Allen Robinson probably have a lethal connection. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the play you know, calling too. Because Granted, that boy Allen Matt Nagy be balling. Robinson, he looked like he don't even want to be there. But the thing is, he probably don't want to be there because they can't work out the contract. That's first of all. But at least if he took the reps with Justin Fields, at least they have a connection and a relationship. And then be like, you know what? I don't want to play here, but let's put up some numbers. Because we don't see me out for my next contract. We just seen plenty of duos put up numbers and be somewhere terrible. So, so I it's weird, man. I get why people are like, you should have started Justin Fields off rip. Especially because, like, Andy it's Andy Dalton. Well, no, like, look, like, especially because Andy Dalton got hurt so early, you ended up having to toss Justin in anyway. So now it looks like it was a complete waste of time because we ended up having to play Justin mad early because of Andy getting hurt. And then at that point, there was no turning back. So you're right. But the same reasons why those I said, starting from day one. 
I'm sorry. I know. I'm, I, and I'm saying the <laughs> same reason why those initial games were real fucking rough for just. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason why it kind of made sense to wait on him. Right. You, you like, he's still the most sad quarterback in the league, not having played the same number of games as everybody else. Still. That's because that's the play that's calling, the, bro. I mean, it's not just a play calling. They line is atrocious. So maybe yeah. they just, they didn't want that Justin too. to take the beating. So if that's the, if that is the answer and not that, Hey, we just want to play Andy Dalton. If you're like, Hey, our line's this bad and we don't want him getting beat up. I respect that. Now yeah. you should, you should have just said, I don't want my number one draft pick taking this a beating. Yeah, because I would, huh? You have to say, hey, yo, the niggas that we signed on the offensive line, all garbage. <laughs> you can say that because they all this garbage. No, you don't want to say that as a coach. You don't want to well, be like, yeah, that entire unit out ass. As a coach, I would have been like, <laughs> as a as a coach, I just would have been like, I don't want my guy to take a beating back there. Oh still my God. Work, we're still trying to work some stuff out. Because look, you got the thing with Trey Lance and Jimmy. You know, the Niners moved up to get him. And it's like, well, well, why don't they don't win without Jimmy? That was just and that's the weird thing. They don't win without Jimmy. So it's like, well, damn, like, do we play Trey? Because now are they really even going to get in a wild card? Probably not. So do we play Trey? I think you should. If you're out, if you're done with the playoffs, you're not going to get there. Obviously, you should play Trey Lance because he needs the reps. Yes, he needs the reps. Like Justin Fields got to play. And granted, all those quarterbacks, people don't know that. All of them, except for, I think, Kellen Mond and maybe two other people, only played like a year, started a year. Justin, I think, started two at Ohio State. Yeah, yeah but, but none of them. Shortened season. Yeah, none of them have a huge backlog of playing like multiple games. So it's like, like why? Like, and you moved up to get them. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, Kittle hasn't been healthy the whole year. Debo Kellen Samuels might have played more than both of them, honestly. Exactly. Debo Samuel's yeah, feasting. They weren't monster got injured. They weren't betting on that. Granted, he he's so fast. He he makes the running game flow. The defensive line, Nick Bosa is looking good. You know, a lot of people worried how he's going to be back from the injury. He looks good. You know, they lost Barrett at the secondary, their top corner. That's a mm-hmm. big hit to take. So, I mean, I just look at it as they probably could have moved Jimmy to somebody that needed a quarterback. What do you say? I think they're going to. Is Jimmy's last? Is this Jimmy's last year on the contract? Or is it? He'll have one year, but no guaranteed money. I'll look it up. I think he, he has no more guarantees on his contract. I know that for a fact. It just it, to me, a team like a couple of people are saying the Browns would take him. Like, by, there's places that would take him. You can get something for Jimmy. It might not be a whole lot, but I mean, even the Patriots. I'm not saying the Patriots would take him to start him, but the ta- Patriots would take him to be a backup to Mac. Because Belichick knows him. He'd be like, yeah, come here. Yeah, but so, Jimmy ain't trying. He ain't going for that, though. He ain't oh, yeah, Jimmy that. ain't going for a go back. And I, <laughs> I respect that because to me, I don't think Jimmy – I was talking to Ann about it. I don't think Jimmy's bad. He just can't stay healthy. Yeah. So it, average, bro. Huh? I think he's kind of average. But that's the thing. We done seen people be average get far. So I don't think that's bad. You know what I mean? Like average people yeah, get true. far. You can <laughs> get true. you can you can get far. You ain't gotta be the best player on the team. Because let's be honest, he won a Super Bowl if Debo Samuels run hard and don't mid-run just kind of sag off because he don't know if he getting the ball. If y'all watch that play, I, I bro, I beat a drum on this. He looked like mid mid route Terrence, he slowed down. Yeah, and he I mean he, pick, he, he only picks missed it back by a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. So you I think if you slow down, you slow down mid route. And it wasn't like it was a stop and a go. Like, it was just a deep post the whole route. Like, run, bro. 
Like, why did you stop running? Because that was it was it was over right then and there. Yeah, they both both quarterbacks played bad in that Super Bowl. Let's not act like it was just Jimmy. Uh, Patrick looked terrible. If he's yeah. throwing through that backyard football shit to Tyreek Hill, it's a wrap. That's the difference. Patrick can afford to look terrible in long stretches of a game, actually. That was that entire playoff run. Did they go down like 24 to 7? But the thing is, they Boy, came. They, was getting they, mopped. they were playing from behind because <laughs> the defense. In that Boy. Super Bowl, they were playing bad because Mahomes looked bad. So then you look at it in that aspect of it is they just have weapons around them where his play style, they can, you know, they can always come back. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, that Niners team is a run heavy team with a, a crazy pass rush. They ain't built to get in the shootouts with people. You just saw what they did to the Rams. They built to get in the time possession. Debo Samuel was a number one receiver. Like they built them to get that boy running run the ball out the backfield. Everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gonna we going beat you up running the ball, get you tired. Trent Williams, the best left tackle in football. The nigga is like 37. He old, he beast, bro. Yeah, and a dog, too, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. So I just look at it like him on the Browns would probably be lethal. They got a crazy run game. Um I like him there, but like, and the offensive line is relatively good. So hopefully he'll help me because that's the big issue. You could probably still keep Case Keenum behind him, like, and not have to get much change there. He even had- on even on the Panthers, he'd probably be good. Say you you ride the one and done with Cam this year. Cam goes somewhere else, probably get paid, or he just he's done. You can take Jimmy there. Like Jimmy there's traded though. I'm it's, taking Jimmy over Sam Darnold every day of the week. I put like, Jimmy's still a, a 49er till 2023. So he has another year left on his contract, but no guarantees. So I think that like they might they, release him. Go, uh, nah, I don't think they're gonna release. They're him. gonna trade him and then finally start uh, Trey Lance. They're gonna they have might. to trade him. I think Trey's special. He just raw, so it's just like, as opposed to Justin Fields, you got enough of the tape to know maybe what he needs to or fix on. They start Trey Lance, and Jimmy's the backup. We don't owe him anything for real. He's not playing, so he's not hitting on his bonuses and stuff for his performance space. Um, he gonna be. He gonna be annoyed, and Jimmy ain't gonna be an asshole about it. But you gonna see because he was kind of annoyed this offseason by it. I'd rather yeah. deal with a with an annoyed Jimmy G and the locker room loves him and he's still there and then let Trey ride it out. Cause didn't Alex sit for Patrick to start one one time? Uh or that did... was the final game of the season. Alex oh, okay. Started. All right, my bad. And then they re- then they then I think they released or traded him and he went to Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I would happen. They if they fall out of playoff contention, you put in Trey, you sit Jimmy, then you trade Jimmy in the offseason slash beginning of this season, and you mm-hmm. let ride it through you get some back some capital back that you gave up to try to get up there to get I mean, maybe the saints give you mike thomas for him who knows oh that's a lot that's a it's lot. a, it's a <laughs> lot it's a lot i mean you're gonna have to put yeah. some picks you have to put some picks in there to get old boy but like what if the saints were like you know what he don't want to be here we need a quarterback or a line they do got a good line granted after you do that you're gonna have to get some weapons what do you say they believe in Jameis. I believe in Jameis, but I don't think they're gonna bring Jameis back. Why yeah, not? he probably ain't gonna come back to probably like no, he's injured. He was a one-year deal, so I don't think they're gonna bring him back. Yeah, oh, okay. Like he's done for this year, but Jimmy's a 49er for this year. You can't trade him. So, like, it's all about next season as far as J- Jimmy being traded. You think they would rather sign Jimmy than sign a re re-sign a rehab Jimmy? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, because I, I don't mean, think he's probably not going to be ready for the beginning of the season anyway. He ain't going to be ready, but they didn't even buy into him. Like, you know, he was playing real good. So I would have let the reins off him a little bit. Like, yeah, let's open it up because he threw what? I think four interceptions. But they ain't one. They ain't want to see 30 for 30, James. You know what he could do. Yeah, 30 for 30. <laughs> like, like you try to you try to be like all this talent, we just need to put it in a box because if we take it out the box, you be wilding. And yeah. honestly, he even in some of the, a lot of the games that they won, he was wilding. Like it just so happened that it worked in his favor. Like when he Against us, he was getting sacked. He was falling back, threw up some BS to the back of the end zone. And Marquez Callaway just so happened to catch it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. If Jimmy get moved, the only teams I see him, Saints, uh, Saints, Browns, Panthers. I actually really like Browns. And that's it because yeah. that, nothing else makes sense. The Titans don't make sense because him and Ryan Tannehill are kind of similar. So why would I get rid of Tanny for him? Doesn't make no sense. Those are only three destinations that make any sense to go after them. Maybe the Steelers. Honestly, I forgot Ben's gonna be old. The Steelers mm. need a solution, but they line is so bad that I don't. He's not mobile, so I don't know how that works. Their line has gotten so much better over. They're the playing season. better. They're playing better over the season. They're all really young guys, like new draft picks. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. had to revamp that line because there was all a bunch of old guys that started retiring. Uh, I forgot the dude that retired, like dude that Ben was crying on the bench with. The Pouncey. Pouncey. Pouncey brothers. Like, you probably can go to Denver, too. Hell Washington, no. Teddy or Drew Locke. Denver Denver changed quarterbacks like models change clothes. It don't make no sense. Denver, Denver changed fucking quarterbacks more than a stripper changed poles. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> it's so crazy. That's, I don't know. It I, might I, work, though. I mean. Yeah. Who knows? I mean. Thank y'all for, for tuning in with us. This has been a, another banger episode, Cover 4 with the guys. Uh, you f- find us on Twitter. We're pretty active at Cover 4 underscore with the guys. Um, catch Ant at the Flower Out podcast. And we all active on social media. Thank y'all for tuning in. We out of here. Later.